Good evening. To open our meeting tonight, Shardell, will you please announce the first hymn? 412. O dreamer, leave thy dreams for joyful waking. O captive, rise and sing, for thou art free. To Christ is here, all dreams of error breaking, unloosing bonds of all captivity. Here, 412.
If you would like to follow along with the readings, go to our website, and on the home page, you will see the link to the live broadcast. Click on that, and you will see where to click for the Wednesday evening service. The theme for tonight is, The Christ is Here, All Dreams of Error Breaking. The readings will now be given by Craig from New Jersey. The Bible. John. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them they believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. John. And as Jesus passed by, he saw a man which was blind from his birth. And his disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did sin, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, Neither hath this man sinned, nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. I must work the works of him that sent me, while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When he had thus spoken, he spat on the ground and made clay of the spittle, and he anointed the eyes of the blind man with the clay. And he said unto him, Go wash in the pool of Siloam, which is by interpretation sent. He went his way, therefore, and washed, and came seeing. Matthew And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. And he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, 
for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you, and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceeding glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. Following the miscellaneous writings by Mary Baker Reddy, excerpts from The Way. The present stage of progress in Christian science presents two opposite aspects, a full-orb promise and a gaunt want. The need, however, is not of the letter, but the spirit. Less teaching and good healing is today the acme of well done, a healing that is not guesswork, chronic recovery, ebbing and flowing, but instantaneous cure. This absolute demonstration of science must be revived. To consummate this desideratum, mortal mind must pass through three stages of growth. First, self-knowledge. The physician must know himself and understand the mental state of his patient. Error found out is two-thirds destroyed, and the last third pierces itself, for the remainder only stimulates and gives scope to a higher demonstration. To strike out right and left against the mist never clears the vision, but to lift your head above it is a sovereign panacea. Mental darkness is a senseless error, neither intelligence nor power, and its victim is responsible for its suppositious presence. Cast the beam out of thine own eye. Learn what in thine own mentality is unlike the anointed, and cast it out, and then you will discern the error in thy patient's mind that makes his body sick and remove it and rest like the dove from the deluge. Physician, heal thyself. Let no clouds of sin gather and fall in mist and showers from thine own mental atmosphere. Hold thy gaze to the light and the iris of faith more beautiful than the rainbow seen from my window at the close of a balmy autumnal day will span thy heavens of thought. A radiant sunset, beautiful as blessings when they take their flight, dilates and kindles into rest. Thus will a life corrected Illumine its own atmosphere with spiritual glow and understanding. The pent-up elements of mortal mind 
need no terrible detonation to free them. Envy, rivalry, hate need no temporary indulgence that they may be destroyed through suffering. They should be stifled from lack of air and freedom. My students with cultured intellects, chastened affections, and costly hopes give promise of grand careers. But they must remember that the seed time is past. The harvest hour has come, and song should ascend from the mount of revelation sweeter than the sound of vintage bells. The seed of Christian science, which when sought was least of all seeds, has sprung up, born fruit, and the birds of the air, the uplifted desires of the human heart, have lodged in its branches. Now let my faithful students carry the fruit of this tree into the rock ribs nest of the raven's callow brood. The second stage of mental development is humility. This virtue triumphs over flesh. It is the genius of Christian science. One can never go up until he has gone down in his own esteem. Humility is lens and prism to the understanding of mind healing. It must be had to understand our textbook. It is indispensable to personal growth and points out the chart of its divine principle and rule of practice. Cherish humility, watch, and pray without ceasing, or you will miss the way of truth and love. Humility is no busybody. It has no moments for trafficking in other people's business, no place for envy, no time for idle words, vain amusements, and all the etc. of the ways and means of personal sense. The third stage of mental growth is manifested in love, the greatest of all stages and states of being. Love that is irrespective of self, rank, or following. For some time, it has been clear to my thought that those students of Christian science whose Christian characters and lives recommend them should receive full fellowship from us. No matter who has taught them, if they've been taught wrongly, they are not morally responsible for this and need special help. They are as lambs that have sought the true fold and the great shepherd and strayed innocently. Hence, we should be ready and glad to help them and point the way. Divine love is the substance of Christian science, the basis of its demonstration, yea, its foundation and superstructure. Love impels good works. Love is greatly needed, must be had to mark the way in Christian science. The student who heals by teaching and teaches by healing will graduate under divine honors. 
which are the only appropriate seals for Christian science. State honors perish, and their gain is loss to the Christian scientists. Human pride is human weakness. Self-knowledge and humility and love are divine strength. Christ's vestures are put on only when mortals are washed in the blood of the Lamb. We must walk in the way which Jesus marked out if we would reach the heaven-crowned summit of Christian science. We will now have a moment of silent prayer and then follow by repeating together the Lord's Prayer. Will you please announce the next hymn? Hymn number 137. I need thee every hour, most gracious Lord. No tender voice like thine can peace afford. I need thee, oh, I need thee. Every hour I need thee. Oh, bless me now, my Savior. I come to thee. Hymn number 137.
Good evening, and welcome to the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. This is our weekly Wednesday testimony meeting for Wednesday, December 21st, 2022. At all our meetings and services, we read from the King James Bible and from the writings of Mary Baker Eddy. This being Christmas week, there will be some changes to our schedule. First, since Saturday is Christmas Eve, we will be having our beautiful Christmas Eve candlelight service at eight o'clock on Saturday night. It's really a holy time filled with music, singing, and readings. So be sure to join us at 8 p.m. Saturday night. And since we'll all be here at church that night, we will not be having our normal Saturday evening unity watches on Christmas Eve. On Sunday morning, Christmas Day, we will be having our regular Sunday morning church service at 11 a.m., but we will not be having our roundtable discussion at 10 o'clock. The Sunday school, however, will meet at 11 a.m. as usual. So if you have children who would like to attend the Sunday school, call the church to get the phone number, and our teachers will be very happy to have, to have them join in. Our church has a website, plainfieldcs.com, where you'll find the very finest Christian science literature to read, study, and listen to. There are other wonderful writings by Mary Baker Eddy and by students who lived in her home and were taught directly by her. You will always find something there that will lift your thought and meet your need whatever that need might be. And all the resources we have on the website are free. There is never a charge. Our goal is to spread Mrs. Eddy's teachings around the world. And to aid in that goal, we also have 17 additional websites in a variety of languages so that people can hear and read the healing truths of pure Christian science in their own language. So feel free to look through our websites. As I said, they are all free. And we have a well-equipped nursery for toddlers and infants at all our services. So if you're able to get here in person, be sure to bring the little ones along too. I will now read from the Church Manual by Mary Baker Eddy, the section entitled Testimonials. Glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's, St. Paul. Testimony in regard to the healing of the sick is highly important. More than a mere rehearsal of blessings, it scales the pinnacle of praise and illustrates the demonstration of Christ who healeth all thy diseases. This testimony, however, shall not include a description of symptoms or suffering, although the generic name of the disease may be indicated. 
For everyone who gives a testimony tonight, we would ask that you please keep your remarks to within four minutes. This will give everyone the opportunity to share their offering tonight. For those who are on the telephone, when you are ready to give a testimony, please press the star button on your telephone twice. Also, keep in mind when you do, we are going to be able to hear you as well as any other sounds that your phone picks up. So we kindly request that you be in a quiet place and I will call on each of you one at a time by name. Our meeting tonight is now open for the sharing of testimonies of healing through Christian science. Karen from California. Go ahead, please. Good evening. Our daily watch this week reads in part, quote, it is, if, it is as if science and health was the rock which God dropped into the pool of Mrs. Eddy's consciousness. At once, the ripples or concentric rings began to cover her entire thought and life. It is not enough, therefore, to study the rock. We must study her rings if we ever hope to have them cover our entire thought and life. End quote. I am so grateful for the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent, where we have the ability to study her rings because of Plainfield's understanding that one's duty to our leader means to keep in front of its members and the public not only all the known writings of Mrs. Eddy, but all the writings about her and her life by those who lived with her, were taught by her, and in any and all ways had contact with her and recorded their experiences. As a result, this church has a wealth of Mrs. Eddy's rings, which I am so grateful that we all have access to. These rings have helped me to better understand what living the truths of Christian science means and the sacrifices our leader made to bring to humanity what God appointed her to do. Give us what Jesus promised would come, the comforter, Christian science, through our textbook, Science and Health, with Key to the Scriptures. Rings Like Spiritual Footsteps by Gilbert Carpenter, who lived in Mrs. Eddy's home for only a year, but wrote so beautifully what it was like to be in the atmosphere of one whose only desire was to do the will of God, to bless mankind, and to teach her students how to do the same. Our website lists biographies of Mrs. Eddy written by those who truly loved and appreciated her and wanted to give honest and accurate accounts of her life. There are many other books available that contain statements by our leader, letters 
and notes she wrote to those living in her household, students working in the field, and those she chose to work at the Mother Church in Boston. Quote, we must study her rings if we ever hope to have them cover our entire thought and life. End quote. I pray daily to be worthy to be called a Christian scientist and to live and practice this Christ's truth to the best of my ability every day. I am so grateful to God, to our way shower Christ Jesus, and to Mary Baker Eddy for her devotion to her God-given mission to give to the world Christian science. Thank you. Thank you. Elizabeth, New Hampshire. Elizabeth from New Hampshire. Go ahead, please. Good evening, and thank you for those wonderful readings. And that previous testimony was wonderful also. Um, and all the testimonies every week are so inspiring. Um, my dog recently passed on. And there seemed a lot of reasons to wallow in self-pity. But as I began to resist this human emotion that is totally the opposite of gratitude, I remembered something Mary at Plainfield has said about God being your best friend. With this, I realized I could never lose man's best friend. My Otis was totally a gift from God, being here at what seemingly could have been the hardest time of my life. His sweet tenderness and care interrupted my tears on many occasions. He gave me, through God, joy and purpose each morning and a wonderful greeting whenever I returned to the house. All of these things having only to do with the spiritual and not the material, I could not lose them ever. Man's best friend is God. And if we know it, it will always provide us with the joy, comfort, consolation, security, and loyalty that seemed to come through Otis. But it never was from Otis. It was always from man's best friend, God. Thank you, and good night. Thank you. Linda. Thank you very much for the readings tonight. Tonight I want to express my gratitude for the yearly instruction after Thanksgiving to begin to read Mary Baker Eddy's writings on Christmas and uh, can be found in such little books as called Chris What Christmas Means to Me and Other Christmas Messages. They're also all, all on our website. This beautifully prepares our thought for this time to make sure we keep this time holy and it is an immunity from the materialism that tries to draw man into the wrong sense of Christmas. Recently one afternoon I had a hair appointment in a shopping area and later, later in the day not a normal time that I'm usually there. When I got there I found it was incredibly busy. There were no parking places. I had a need to be close to the store that I was headed to. 
I drove around the parking lot once and did not see one space available and it would look like I was going to have to go far away around the side streets or parking lots which I was not familiar with and again like I said uh, the need seemed to be that I should be close to the store. There were several cars with me all looking for places at this time. I had been praying on my way there as I normally do to prepare my thought to make sure I was seeing others as God's ideas with his qualities. I started to talk to God and ask him for help. Then a gentle thought to go back over to a corner over where I had already been and was the busiest spot but where I needed to be. And there all of a sudden like in a bright spotlight there was this little space available, nobody around as quiet as could be, and I jump, gently slipped in, just in time for my appointment. I was so deeply grateful, it was right next to the store. I do know this had a lot to do with the reading that we had been given and I uh, dedicated every night time toward. I'm so grateful to be learning a higher sense of Christmas as I went into the store, the woman, a woman came in after me saying that she had just gotten in a fight in the parking lot over a parking space, which I didn't really want her to have to do, but it did show me that I had been kept in the secret place of the Most High, and it was a great gift that met a need at that time. I was so grateful to be able to get right back to work for church after the appointment. I'm very grateful to be here tonight to be part of this church and to learn more about uh, pure Christian science. Thank you. Thank you. Benjamin. No, I'm sorry, uh, Bruce. We look so much alike, it's hard to tell us apart. <laughs> <laughs> I also am so grateful for the writings of Mary Baker Eddy relative to the Christmas season, including her poem, Blessed Christmas Morn, which has also been put to music in our hymnal. I had a healing many years ago when I was a young child, and apparently I had heard this hymn being sung, but there was one night when I felt like I was all alone and I was in a great deal of pain and I was really in a lot of discomfort. And I just kneeled down next to my bed and the only thing I can remember was, Dear Christ, forever here and near. And I simply repeated that phrase several times. And uh, every time I said it out loud, I felt better. I could feel the pain melt away and the relief come in. So powerful is the simple truth in Christian science. And Mary Baker Eddy makes it very clear that the Christ was always here. And that simple truth healed me that night. And I went to bed and in comfort and slept uh, the, the entire night through. So... I'm so grateful for this healing and for every lesson I've been learning in Christian science. 
Thank you. Jeremy. <clears throat> I am very grateful for this church and practitioner support throughout these years, uh, which have been teaching me about pure Christian science and how to practically apply science in all areas of my life. It has completely changed everything about my life. I have been working for the last few months to get new audio equipment for the church, and I have been so grateful that I was able to have the time to pray about each piece and work to make them all things I have proved, as David had spoke about in the Bible. Tonight is the first broadcast where they've all been in place, and the transition has been very smooth and free of stress, which is a testament to this science and my practitioners work with me, since I was never capable of being free of stress ever before coming here. I'm so grateful to be a member of this church and to be here tonight and for every healing and character change I have had here. Thank you. Thank you. And now we have a testimony from Imogen in Australia. Good evening. I am so very grateful for the wonderful, instructive teaching that we are given here, in this church, through the round tables and Bible studies, which are full of step-by-step -step instructions in how to live our lives according to authentic Christian science. I was thinking about this when reading in James, quote, Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church, and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. I am ever in awe of Christ Jesus and Mary Baker Eddy, who translated these truths to mortals, that our holy practitioners, the elders of this church, pray for us? Well, this is just about the most loving, beautiful, selfless, pure thing that anyone could ever do for anyone else. The Christ healing in Christian science is indeed a magnificent blessing for the world. Early this week, a persistent thought presented itself to me that I was run down. I soon noticed that I started to feel tired in this way. I didn't know how I was going to be able to complete all the work that must be done to wrap up the business for the year. I emailed my practitioner at this church and humbly asked for her prayer. Within about 15 minutes of sending this email, I started to feel so strong and very loved and incredibly joyous. My whole environment quite simply lit up. I felt Emmanuel, God with us. So before I went to bed that evening, I emailed my practitioner again and thanked her for her holy prayer, which we had felt so palpably here. And even though I had not yet heard back from her, 
I just knew that she was praying. It was getting late here, so I went through my evening prayers. I thanked God that we had found Plainfield Independent, our beautiful church, and I then fully expected to fall into a deep sleep. But instead, I lay thrilling with God's love. I felt that holy prayer sweeping through our home. I jumped up and checked my email, and sure enough, at nearly 1am here in Australia, my beautiful practitioner had replied to me, and she said, quote, I am very grateful you and Christoph have been feeling all the prayers that have been surrounding you both with God's omnipotent love. Well, it ended up that I had a very little amount of actual sleep that night, but I was resting in the Lord. I woke very early the next day. I knocked off every single task that needed to be done, a very long day of 14 hours working, and everything done so perfectly and beautifully by the power of our Lord God Almighty. Thank you, God. Thank you, Christ Jesus. Thank you, Mary Baker Eddy. My ever love and thanks to my holy practitioner at this church and to all the workers and members at Dearest Plainfield Independent. A loving and holy Christmas from our household to you all. Thank you. Someone from 980-844, can you please identify yourself and go ahead with your testimony? Yes, hi, good evening. My name is Sandy Stroder and I'm calling for North Carolina. Thank you for your readings and thank you for the previous uh, testimony from Australia. Um, I really, she expressed what I was going to say. Very grateful for the holy practitioners at the independent. I'm very grateful for the practitioner, Miss Mary Beth, for her phone call. She will never know, only the divine mind know, when the phone call, I didn't call her. It was divine inspired, the Holy Spirit, to answer my prayer. And um, when the testifier from Australia say, holy practitioners, you better believe it. I don't going to go into the deta details of so much stuff. The, the mortal mind, animal magnetism. But I believe I've been in my house secluded for months almost a year secluded in my house because a lot of a lot of lies to destroy my life. But I'm so grateful for the holy thought of the wonderful practitioner. I read that text message that she wrote me last year, Sandy. Remember true, remember true. And the word of Jesus Christ say, you shall know the truth, and that truth shall set you free. Yes, the church and independence 
the humility, the dedication, and the honesty to pray for the whole world is the Christ. And yes, practitioners do matter because they dedicate their life and they have saved my life many times over. I will never thought that I will find a practitioner that only has spoke less than four times and so many healing and blessings. I'm so grateful for all the people in Independence, New Jersey, because it's needed, it's honest, it's truthful, and following the full step of our Lord and Savior. I'm able to have a Christmas with freedom, free in this country, because that little text message, Sandy, remembers true. I'm grateful, and I pray for you guys almost every day, so you continue this wonderful celestial work that started with Miss Mary Baker, with Miss Martha Wilcox and many others is needed honesty, the love of Christ, the tender mercy and praying for one another, loving with one another, and his kingdom is established for the teachings of Mary Baker Eddie. What a wonderful gift to this world and is needed. And Merry Christmas to all of you. They am able to have my freedom in this country. Yes, with a simple treatment and a text message. And it do work. And it do work. And I'm very grateful for this wonderful lady that you guys have the honor to share every day. And thank you for your readings tonight. Bye-bye. Thank you. Shardy. Go ahead, please. That made me cry. <laughs> Good evening. I would like to offer my gratitude to this church for teaching us how to really love and radiate Christ wherever we are. This was discussed at the last roundtable, and we usually go out and radiate mentally. But the other day, it came to me to give a very small gift to a cart man or man who returns the shopping carts at the grocery store. He had a very dour expression, but I approached him and gave him the little gift, and he said, what's that for? In a grumpy voice. I had planned to say Merry Christmas, but what came out of my mouth was, for your kindness. Well, his whole demeanor changed, and his smile was so big, it filled his whole face. I know he was pleased, but for me, it was all joy and brightness. What a lovely experience. Before coming here to Plainfield, I made an effort to be kind. But this is different. This is taking the Christ with us everywhere, and seeing God's man everywhere. Part of a citation from number 11 from the lesson this week states, quote, 
Emmanuel, or God with us, a divine influence ever present. Thank you. Thank you. Lil. Thank you for those wonderful readings and the beautiful music. I'm so grateful for practitioner help for healing my cat today. She wasn't really eating and not sleeping a lot as usual, but urinating often. Practitioner said to see her well and this as an error and not to fear it. I held to this and in a couple of hours she was back to her usual peaceful self and sleeping again. This is helping me not to fear error and to stand strong in the truth and keep my joy. I thank God and my practitioner for this healing and the lesson not to fear error and see all as God's perfect ideas. Thank you. Nancy, New Jersey. Nancy from New Jersey, go ahead please. Good evening. Thank you for the beautiful readings tonight and the beautiful hymns and all of the wonderfully inspiring testimonies. I just wanted to give a simple expression of gratitude to God for this church and for Christian science and for my practitioner's strong support, which is helping me, excuse me, uh, to better understand the science and how to practice it. I've been thinking a lot lately about how much more peaceful I feel now when I'm confronted with a situation that in the past would cause me to panic or go into a tailspin rushing around or feeling that I had the need to fix something or even the power to do it. Through the teachings in this church and through my practitioner's instructions to keep my feet on the ground, and to stay in my father's house has made a world of difference and led me to learn to be more patient, to wait, and to listen for what God would have me do or say. This has brought such peace into my daily living by letting God guide me. I am so grateful for this and for all that I am learning here in the Plainfield Church. And I'm so grateful for these Wednesday services and all the testimonies that give such great inspiration to us all. Thank you. Thank you. Sharon. Yesterday, I dropped an earring and I could not find it. I got down on my hands and knees and looked and all of a sudden I said, what are you doing? This is human. And I remember we spoke about going to God with everything. And if you think you know how to do something, it's red flag. Make sure you go to God. So I said, okay, God, I know you know where it is. And at the right time, you will show it to me. Well, today, I got the thought, look here. And there was the earring. And I had looked there yesterday. But... I did it humanly, and I did not see it. 
And I was just so grateful because everything we learn at the round table is useful and you can put it into operation and you can turn to God. He has the answer for even the littlest things. I am so grateful for Christian science, for God bringing me to this church and for all the good and the practitioner help I've had. And thank you for the readings. Thank you. Florence. Florence from Georgia. Go ahead, please. Thank you. Thank you, Craig, for the beautiful, timely readings tonight. I am so grateful to Christian Science. And all I can say is that I know it works, like previous testifiers have said. I know it works because there is such a difference in how I used to live and how I live now. God has made us all free, and we are free now, and we can prove it. Gradually, slowly sometimes, but we can prove it. I have one testimony from Washington, and she says, Good evening and Merry Christmas to all. Thank you, God, for Plainfield Christian Science Independent Church, for the workers of this church, the practitioners, their weekly healing services and other activities that support this church. Thank you, Plainfield Christian Science members. I rejoice in being blessed by the way Christian Science is practiced in this church and for all you do. For years, I had fears and issues with trust. Working with a practitioner from this independent church I have gradually gained confidence and faith that was inherently mine. I learned to love and forgive the way Jesus Christ, our way shower, taught us. In this way, I have had many Christian science healing experiences. I used to wear prescription glasses for many years. However, it didn't help my eyes much when it came to reading books and other things. I have had to use a handheld magnifying glasses, magnifying glass, sorry, with my glasses to be able to see. Not sure exactly when I stopped reaching for the magnifying glass and later the eyeglasses. I did this without even knowing it. It took a while to realize I have been reading without these material aids. Now I drive day or night without my glasses. I am very grateful for all my healings. On page 15 of the book, Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures, Mary Baker Eddy writes, Christians rejoice in secret beauty and bounty hidden from the world but known to God. Self-forgetfulness, purity and affection are constant prayer. Practice not profession, understanding not belief. Gain the ear and right hand of omnipotence, and they assuredly call down infinite blessings. I am very grateful for Mrs. Eddy's writing, her demonstrations, and for the way she points us to Christ Jesus' teaching. I thank you for the work of the early workers in Christian science, for the website, and for the wonderful 
musician. Thank you very much and a Merry Christmas to all. Thank you. Thank you. Mary. Good evening. I have a few things to read tonight. Uh, the first from Illinois. I've been working with Philippians 2, 14 to 16, regarding accomplishing things involving other people. The first part uh, saying, do all things without murmurings and disputings. This morning, God told me that this applies to my consciousness also. I should not murmur and dispute with erroneous thoughts that I have allowed to enter my consciousness. This gives them power, which is not true. If I shall allow them into my consciousness, I must argue on the side of truth. This will lead me, this led me to look up the word argue in signs and health with key to the scriptures. Wow. I will work with these divine instructions instead of murmuring and disputing with error. Very grateful for God's love and, the, and God's law of unfoldment each day. And then Holland, so right. And then he quotes science and health. Any information coming from the body is an illusion of mortal mind. Mind is the master of the corporeal senses. The corporeal senses are the only source of evil or error. That's the end of the quote. Quotes. The universe of mind is basically conscious and love on, consciousness and love only. Pray without ceasing. And then Virginia. My heart is overflowing with gratitude. The December 2022 Love is the Liberator is amazing. The best one yet. Together with the November 2020 Love is the Liberator on Christ and Christmas issue. What a gift. With love and thanks to all. And then South Dakota. I'm grateful to the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent and all its workers and practitioners. Today I especially note the inspired watches and Bible lessons for presented for study in progress. Thank you too for your 24-7 presence with the website access. God is so great. And I close with... Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to all from a grateful South Dakota resident. And then from our, our friend in Hawaii, Aloha. As the eruptions of two volcanoes subsided, the state was hit by a major storm system coming from the north this week. It brought high winds, heavy rains, and flooding, hail and snow in the mountain. We've not experienced such a storm intensity for many years. It is the first time, however, that I did not succumb to the paralyzing fear of the imagined demonstration it could bring. In fact, I welcome the opportunity to turn towards the ever-present, ever-powerful God for direction and comfort. My husband expressed concern for our five greenhouses roofed with just thin sheets of plastic. He felt they would be torn off in a hot minute. As wave after wave of strong winds and rains descended, I held steadfastly knowing that all, including our greenhouses, would be protected by his loving care and promptly went about cooking and enjoying inside activities. The next day we ventured out to the farm to check on damage. What a surprise awaited us. The greenhouses looked in perfect condition. In fact, on closer inspection, there were no signs that anything had touched them, 
and the tomato plants had no visible signs of damage. I loudly thanked God for his ever-present love and protection, and surprisingly, my husband also cheered in agreement. More than this outcome, I am so grateful to be learning and training my thoughts to turn to him firstly for guidance. It is a relief and a joy not to be saddled with fear. It is not mine when my mind is stayed on him. Warmest aloha. Tonight I would like to express gratitude for those very beautiful readings on the, from the way and also the beautiful hymns that accompanied them. That's very deep and healing tonight, and I'm so grateful. Um, and today, I happened to hear, and forgive me, I'm not sure who told me, but someone told me that that hymn, 412, O Dreamer, Leave Thy Dream for Joyful Awakening. When this person was going through a very difficult time and a, a problem, they sang that hymn for two or three days. That's all they did. They didn't do any extra studying or anything. They just sang that hymn. And at the end of that time, the healing had taken place. It shows the power of our hymns, the power of those beautiful words. Um, I, was, I was very grateful to hear that. And then also, I don't think this was the same person who told me about the hymn story, but it might have been. <laughs> anyway, a friend we have, uh, kind of a new friend from Switzerland, he was, he was telling me, it was a, and it was a beautiful testimony, really, about what he has gained from the beautiful story of the birth of Jesus in Luke. And, um, you know, when the shepherds heard from the angel, and the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be unto all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And he said from that, that little excerpt there, he learned uh, first, the first, the command to fear not. Because, of course, as we heard tonight, that's always usually the first thing that tries to take hold of us is fear. Fear not. And then the admonition of peace, the peace of God. Have your peace. Peace on earth, peace in your own heart, peace on earth, and then goodwill toward men, to men. And he said that was the one that really struck him because he did some mental anatomy and searched within himself. And he realized he did not have goodwill toward all men, that he had some ill feelings. He saw some dark corner corners in his thinking, and he worked to heal that and to clear that, and that brought him peace. So anyway, I told him it would make a good testimony, and since I didn't hear from him tonight, I'm giving it for him, probably not nearly as well as he could have, but it was a, a beautiful thoughts, and I'm so grateful to hear from so many of you on Wednesday nights and at other times how you are using this science and really demonstrating it. So grateful to be here with you on this holy night, and I look forward to being with you for our beautiful and holy candlelight service on Saturday evening. God keep you all, and have a good night.
Thank you. To close our meeting, Linda, will you please announce the last hymn? Hymn number 343. Thou art the way to thee alone. From sin and death we flee. And he who would the Father seek must seek him, Lord, by thee. Hymn number 343.